everybody? It's your girl, Bree, and thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if this is your first time, welcome to Girl Stop. I am your host, Bree, where we talk about all things girl, all things Jesus, and everything in between. And that's a lot in between, as you could imagine. And so if you have any requests that you ever want to talk about, discuss, or whatever, just let me know. Send me a, a DM, uh, email, voice message, whatever. Get in contact with me. Follow us on all of our uh, social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube and Instagram, um, search girl stop, hashtag girl stop, hashtag girl stop Breanne, and you'll find us on all of those medium. If you're returning, thank you so much. Go ahead and subscribe. Leave me a review or rating. Let me know what you think and what else you want to know. Um, again, every week we focus on something specifically this week, we are pulling out a subscriber request to talk about four things that I think interconnect. Basically, the request asks for um, some enlightenment on the areas of hygiene, diet, and then spiritual and physical fitness kind of tying in those three things of uh, talking about like cleanliness and how um, I do what it is that I do. So when I read the uh, request, I kind of laughed because one of the statements in there said, well, it, it seems like you always have it all together. You always seem well, so well put together. And let me just go ahead and debunk that right now. Like I definitely do not. Um, <laughs> it just may seem as such just because um, I try to be as well put together as I possibly can. I, this particular person, um, listens to my podcast and follows me on YouTube as well. So, um, for those of you who only listen to my podcast, you've, uh, never seen me before, but you have the opportunity to, you can follow us on Instagram and YouTube or Facebook or wherever. I have pictures and all those fun stuff, uh, there. However, I do not always have it together. My life is not always together. And I wish, you know, I don't know who does actually have it all together and they do have it together. I would like to meet them because I would like to know what that means as far as diet, hygiene, spiritual, and physical fitness that, all those things kind of boil down to one thing for me. They boil down, well, a couple of things, I guess, working together. But what they boil down to me is it, they boil down to discipline. Like in order to keep all of the different components of my life together, because I do a lot and I am, I, my hands are in a lot. I'm getting ready to launch two different businesses. Um, I'm an author and I have to continually, you know, push my books and market and stay relevant and stay connected to audiences. I write and uh, create content and produce for all of Girl Stop platforms as well as be in doctoral school. And I work under two professors who I do work for them as well. I serve in my local church. Um, and that takes quite a bit of sacrifice just because it's, you know, normally evening times or, you know, weekends or alternative hours outside of normal work hours. And on top of that, I have a goal of being fit. Like I want, you know, to remain fit. I want abs. I've never had like visible abs my whole life. So I want to be abbed out all 2019. Hashtag, hashtag. So um, there's a lot on my plate. I have my own personal goals and dreams. And so in order to keep it all organized, in order to keep every area as well balanced and well as, as well maintained as possible, I have to be disciplined. That means that I have to sacrifice sometimes getting up early in the morning when I don't want to or staying up late sometimes. Sometimes I really have to focus on what's most important and what's the most priority. That also means that sometimes I don't get to do the things that I want to do. Like I don't always get to just relax on the weekends or I don't always get to just chill or just I don't have a lot of uh, social time like a lot of people 
travel, go hang out, spend time with friends, movies, other activities that are cool and I enjoy. Um, but I don't always get to do those as frequently as other people. And sometimes the sacrifices are in that area of my life um, and socially, just because I think it's the one area that kind of has to be sacrificed in order for me to get done the level of magnitude of things that I have to get done, particularly on top of those, I guess you could say outward dreams or uh, visions and lifestyle things that I want for myself. There are other things that I do um, just for my living. You know, I got to clean my house. I got to make sure my car is maintained. I gotta clean that weekly. I have to, um, you know, just mundane things like a laundry, you know, every week or week and a half, depending on how much I've been working out. You know, I, I cook. I, I try not to have to cook daily because I meal prep. So, again, that's another discipline thinking ahead. You know, OK, what am I going to eat? What's on the menu next week? And what can I dis- discipline myself to eat, you know, every day? Or what do I need to prepare in advance so that I have something, you know, prepare for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And then I need snacks because I'm an adult kid and I like snacks and I get hungry. So, you know, those are all choices that I have to uh, pre-plan. I have to premeditate and working together for me. I have what I call our non-negotiables. Like I have things in my week that are absolutely non-optional. Prayer time is absolutely non-optional. I cannot go longer than a week without prayer. I cannot go longer than a week without the word. Those things are absolutely non-optional. Now for me, um, it's easier for me to get up in the morning and pray. Um, just because I've learned that if I start my day with God, if I put, if I give God my day and if I put that focus on him, I really have so much of a better day than if I just get up out of the bed running at my to-do list with it on my mind or going to bed with it on my mind. It's so much better if I just give it to him and rest in him and walk out of his strength through the day. Um, so prayer time, gotta have that. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how many dreams and goals and visions you have. I don't care how devoted, how committed, um, how important those things may be. I do not care. You will not function properly without um, adequate prayer time and devotional time with God. Now, I don't read my word in the morning. I normally read my word after I come home from the day or after like at the end of my day, because I feel like the word just kind of washes my mind from whatever worries, stressors, pressures, whatever didn't go my way, whatever I did like, didn't like, if I felt high, if I felt low, if I, if I plateau, whatever happened in the day, the word helps like bring me balance and it helps put my perspective in place. And it helps me from like having like crazy dreams. And, you know, just because I, I go to work with my soul spiritually fed and girded. And I really, really like that. And I wake up and I get right into prayer and it's perfect for me, you know, for different, different strokes for different folks. So that is a regimen that I have to have for my for my functionality to be able to do and juggle all the things that I have going on. And on, on top of that, um, there are other, there's, there's another non-negotiable I have. I have to have three days of workout a week, three days or three hour sessions, whichever the case. I do not have the lifestyle that I once had and it. It still kind of breaks my heart. Um, for my first time listeners, I was a college athlete. And so I thrive in the gym. Of course, I love going in the gym, pumping out two and a half hour workouts and feeling better and doing it again the next day, whatever. I don't have that schedule anymore where I can iron out that kind of time and do it every day. 
So I have to set aside time to work out a minimum of three days a week. Now, if I do more than that or if I go over the hour per session, then great. That's awesome. But I have to make time and to get into the gym three days a week. Like it's completely non-negotiable. It helps my body um, maintain the state that it's in. I have seen some gains just by being consistent with that level. And I do know I'll have to mix it up eventually. But from where I am right now, especially in, in this part of the semester where it's like crunch time, where like most of the bulk of the biggest parts of assignments are due and, you know, it's heavy because we're turning the corner to the downward end of the semester, but we still got a lot to learn. Yeah. So it's like crunch right here. I don't have the time to spend, you know, um, really just grinding in the in the gym. It's not I'm not in that season of my life, which is another piece of advice I would give to anyone wanting to know about those four areas, like understand what season you are in. Two years ago, I was able to do that when I first moved to this city. I'm not there anymore. And so you have to be able to adapt, but still get your goals done. I did take some time out of the gym to let my knees recover because they were going through some things with uh, old injuries and stuff, but I'm past that. So now I have to make the sacrifice um, to get back to uh, the place of physical fitness. So those are like a spiritual fitness and a physical fitness that work together for me, making sure that, and you know, out of the 168 hours of a week that I get, that that is the time that is being dedicated and devoted um, to my spiritual and physical fitness. And then everything else kind of falls in place around that. Now, uh, talking about like hygiene and cleanliness and those and scheduling. So um, for me, again, I don't know how this may work out for you. Uh, I don't know if you're if you're coming from the perspective of a family of five, of a single person, of, you know, maybe just a, a home with uh, spouses and partners like no, no kids. Maybe you have a roommate. I'm not sure what your living situation is. But for me, it helps me to have a day for specific things. So cleaning my house, that's going to be a, that's definitely going to be a Saturday thing for me, a Saturday, Saturday day or Sunday afternoon, just because it's at the end of the week. And I don't put pressure on myself during the middle of the week as I'm in the mundane and the routine of, of ironing out my schedule and doing things and interacting with other people. I don't put that pressure on myself from my home to look any certain way. I just live. And at the end of the week, you know, I get it together. Um, cleaning my car. That's definitely going to be a Wednesday. It's the middle of my week. It's normally when I'm out running errands. I'm not sitting at my home office. I'm not sitting at my work office. I'm normally out, out and about. So it's a great time for me to clean up my car because I'm in it and I'm thinking about it. That helps me, you know, think about or, uh, keep in mind those areas of my life. Um, again, I am more regimen by nature. I work well with routines. I work well with schedules. I work well with order. I have my calendar that breaks down my month and then lays out, you know, what I want to do for that month. And then I go all the way down to the day. And I've even gotten it almost specific to what time I'm going to do what. So that helps me stay on task because my mind, I'm such a dreamer, guys. Like my mind will just go in dreams and visions and just, you know, um, nothing bad, but just that's kind of how I operate. And it helps me stay focused because when I come back I'm like okay what am I supposed to be doing or instead of just mindlessly scrolling um for hours and hours on end or just you know tapping out of what I'm supposed to be taking my mind to I can just sit there and be like okay what is it that I'm really supposed to be doing right now 
And having that list really helps me. All of my friends make fun of me about all of my lists and all of my words and all of my sticky notes. Yes, I am that person. But they also applaud me in the same voice about how much I'm able to get done. It's really, I don't really feel like it's any magic secret. I've heard like a lot of different people give a lot of different um, uh, methods, if you will. Like I know that uh, there's a... This one particular person, they said, even though they have all of these projects and all of these things to manage and all of these businesses to run, they only give themselves seven things to do a day. And because they only give themselves seven things to do a day, they're never worried. They're never overloaded in their thinking and they're able to execute and complete those seven things. Well, I think that's easy to say because this person has a secretary, you have an assistant and then you have a, like a chief of financial, you know, you have like staff and you have members and you have a board and you have all these other factors working with you to kind of help, you know, shift some of the responsibility. If you're somebody like me that you're kind of like in a startup stage where you're trying to figure things out and you're kind of wearing, you know, multiple hats, of course, you don't want to be the jack of all trades because you're master of none. But I do think that you have to hone in on what you're needing to master and I think if you put that at the top of your list you know that will also help as well me being in school also gives me a a different sense of structure because that's a schedule that I have to work into what I have to do as far as girl stop and other things and this is what I mean I have assignments that have deadlines like I don't just get assignments and it's like yeah it's due whenever like no they have deadlines I have to make sure I'm meeting deadlines so That helps me with all of my other uh, responsibilities and aspirations because I know when I have to get my responsibilities complete and then I don't let myself down in that area of aspiration. So it is a lot. I think that's kind of what I really got from the message that I was sent. Like, is it a lot? Yes. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Yes. Like I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like the things that I was able to accomplish in 29 and 2018 and the things that I'm looking forward to in 2019, I would not trade it for the world. Like it's when you're doing what God has called you to do, when you are, are walking in the things that he wants for you, like your grace for it. So to someone else, like uh, maybe to this subscriber who mentioned this or someone else, like it may seem like I'm doing too much. It may seem like, oh, how is she able to do all that? Well, I am grace for this because I was perfect for it and when you walk out of those things that you were called to do and the things you're created to like you have a different level of grace and a different level of strength and a different level of power and aptitude to do those things some things that take you know I I watch and I've learned like sometimes I, I like what takes me maybe five minutes it doesn't take you know it takes maybe 30 seconds for this person to do. And then some things that may take me like 10 or 15 minutes to think about and I'm done. It may take this person two to three uh, operational business days to even get started. So again, we do have different graces and strengths and powers toward different things. But I think, I think the main thing that I said earlier that it boils down to for me is discipline because I told my mom this the other day, like you cannot think, that you're going to introduce something new to your life and it won't take discipline or sacrifice because if it doesn't take discipline, it's definitely going to take a sacrifice. But the thing about sacrifice is that they're awesome for one time moments, but discipline is like the habitual and consistent part of that one time sacrifice. So yes, like tomorrow morning, I'm going to have to get up early because I have a full day waiting for me already. That's a sacrifice in that moment for me to let that bed go. My God, because I've been wanting to hold on and to get up and to 
go about my day and not think back about a nap or, or be like, you know what, I'm just going to sleep for another 30 minutes or another hour and then put my day behind. But discipline. So the sacrifice would actually get or make me want to get up. But discipline says I can get up and do that every time I need to. Not just the one time moment, not just the burst of the energy, not just when I feel like it. But discipline employs and institutes it as a habit. So when I need to call up on that getting up, I can get up when I need to call up on that staying late out of me like I can stay up and get the job done. I think that's what separates um, people from achieving their personal goals versus just managing and operating in their their day-to-day lives because we get so caught up in the kids this and so caught up in this and, and we lose track of this and then we feel like we're feeling at this but I think if you really hone in on what you spend your time on you will really recognize how your time is being spent and why you're getting the outcomes you're getting I think that was essential for me in moving toward my dreams and moving toward my goals I had to sit down and realize like well What do I spend my time on and what do I spend my money on and how is that impacting others or am I just being really selfish right now? You know, and I think that was super eye opening. So I will encourage every and anybody all day, every day to get you a pen and some paper and start writing some stuff down, like start self monitoring. Like, you know, if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure about Androids, but if you have an iPhone, you can monitor how much time, how much screen time, how much time you spend on social media in certain apps. And, you know, think about that. Like if, if in a week, if you have 168 hours and you spent 11 hours simply on Instagram, simply on Facebook, like what could you have done what could you have how could you have changed the world in 11 hours that you spent simply scrolling up or down liking loving sharing reposting laughing whatever that really puts life into perspective you know 11 hours is almost half a day and I know you say well I didn't do it all at once okay sure but that's still 20 minutes you could have spent planning instead of scrolling You know, and I didn't want I don't want this to sound, you know, like uh, condescending or um, like you're in trouble. Uh, But I just want you to really think that you have to really take ownership of your choices. You have to take ownership of your decisions and then you have to embrace the outcome of those consequences. Like you can't you can't put it off on, you know, stress or this or that and then say, well, it's everybody or every everyone else's fault that I don't have these outcomes in my life. Like, no, like. Own up to that, like own up to that fact that you love those sweets and you love that bread. And that's what's keeping you from your ab goals. I think I'm talking to me right now. (laughs) I know I am. (laughs) But anyway, um, so in thinking about that, you know, the spiritual and physical aspect of fitness and hygiene and cleanliness, I think. You know, the same way you could pay attention to keeping your house clean, keeping your car clean, keeping your bills and your credit clean and all these other stuff clean in your life. I think you should also focus on keeping your spirit clean, making your making sure your heart is clear and your mind is clear that you don't have ill will or any bitterness or unforgiveness or hatred or malice or any lust or anything towards anybody. No covetousness like that. You are pure, that you're keeping your insides clean, keeping your insides clean by watching your eye gate and your ear gate. You're not consuming every single thing social media because somebody's half naked and you're sitting watching the video you're not consuming every fight that you see scrolling past on social media or you're not listening to every single song just because they're hot and they're popping but you're understanding what's going into your spirit and what is being digested into your conscious and subconscious to create the identity of who you are I really do think that those things matter 
And I think that's a part of being clean, both spiritually and naturally. And I think the hygiene, quote unquote, factor of cleanliness is your maintenance. Everybody, when they get up, they hopefully get up and they brush their teeth. Every day at some point, they take a shower or a bath. That is hygiene. That is maintenance that you you have to continue to do because you go out into the world or you wake up and you leave and you get dirty or you go to sleep, your breath sinks, whatever. You know, so those are habits that you have to maintain a state of cleanliness. And I think that we should also have habits that are spiritual that help us maintain a state of cleanliness so that our soul and our minds aren't clogged and bogged down and we're not fighting against all of these invisible visible forces that we put on the inside of us. So saying that to say that you are awesome (laughs) and that you can do it. Like I know that we all have big dreams. We all have something we want to see lived out that's bigger than us. That's going to take more hands than ours. It's going to take more minds than our own. But I really believe that, you know, if we institute, you know, structure and discipline and we factor those things in um, gradually, like you can't, my, my dad always says like, The same way you eat a bowl of spaghetti is the same way you eat an elephant. You got to eat it one bite at a time. And so don't think that you have to take on. First of all, you don't have to take on all of my habits at all. Those are what I found that work for me, first of all. And they're also what I've grown to. Secondly, I haven't always had a solid hour of prayer. I had to grow to that place where it was like prayer and worship. And I just enjoyed being in God's presence and resting in the moment. And I lost track of time before I knew it. Like consistently, it was like over an hour and over an hour and over an hour. Or, you know, the fact that I don't really put a time limit on reading the word. When I get out of the word is when I get out of the word. And whatever else needs to be done behind that, it will get done. And if it doesn't, well, to God be the glory, I'll get it done because I always do. That's a place of love and relationship I've grown to. So if you have to institute a five minute, let me just honor you. Let me just give you thanks right here in this moment, God, before I before my feet hit the floor for the day, then that's where you are. And that's fine. Don't get into the comparison game and saying like, oh, my gosh, well, since she does these things, these are what I need to do in order to be what she's to you to do what she's doing to get what I want, because perhaps God wants to go a different route with you. Perhaps he has a different idea or a different plan for how your journey would look. And I don't think that we should limit him um, in our endeavors or in his method or in his way. Like just allow him to lead you on how to institute the practices and the disciplines to develop the character of the person that you need to be to own and manage and operate that thing that you want to do. It's really simple. It's definitely easier said than done, though. So I'm not belittling that either. I want you guys to know that I love you again and that you're awesome. And I want you to know that um, I hope this helped you. I hope that it made you think more about your schedule and about your habits and about the things you do and don't do and the things that you want to institute into your life as practice so that you can get the reward from them. And I hope this fulfills the subscriber request just like this one. I definitely will put them in rotation. So send me a DM, an email, voice message. Let me know what you like, what you think, what you don't like. Leave me a rating, a review, and I will get back with you guys very soon. So in Until next time, peace, love, and hair grease.